This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Of course, we give you Alpha Bucks, your letter and answer. And make sure you're listening every day this week because the uh, letters that we give away all make up a word that we'll uh, get from you at the end of the week and get $250 cash for someone. Yeah, so yesterday was a T. Today's okay. an E. An E? I wonder what word that's going to spell out. My suspicion goes to a six-letter word that is the opposition of Optus, so I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, starting with E. Okay, for alpha marks, letter is A. Name. Oh, this one's a bit hard. Right. Starting with E, name a mineral. Emerald? Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Jeez, I'm the smartest man alive. Come alive? Yeah, alive. Einstein's right dead. Right now? Yeah, right now. So when Einstein passed away, it just paved It'd the way for you. It freed up room for me. Okay. Thank God. Because if you're still alive, because obviously I'd be second smartest. Do you know what? I don't, okay. I loosely heard this on TikTok, so oh, I could offend go. a whole generation of people. It was, it was said on the podcast and not on air. But apparently I heard this. Here we go. That he didn't come up with that EMC square thing. That's always the myth that he stole That it was it. his smart wife, who he left, by the way, just left her, was get, takes the, her equation and runs off. Was that the cousin wife or the other one? Because he married his second cousin, no, didn't he? he had a bit of a had stuff going on. Yeah. Well, he was kind of, at the time, that was like celebrity, as if you were like, you know, smart. Yeah. We used to value different now. things, didn't we? I still do. Um, but yeah, apparently I saw on TikTok that, um, yeah, they they reckon that he might not have been the mastermind but behind EMC squared. Is that the thing? Yeah. E, e, e equals, equals MC, MC squared. squared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that happened a lot back in the day where men took credit for women's stuff. Remember yeah. all those... Um, what was that movie the, about the hidden women? And it was that the, they were all um, rocket scientists. Great movie. I can't remember the. Anyway, yeah, really sorry, guys. Stuff. I need to Google something. Oh, what a, what a twist. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't remember that one, Carly, but. Women movie. Sounds okay. like a fun what watch. What was it called? Hidden Figures. And it was, it's a brilliant movie. They never got the credit they deserved at the time. Yeah. But anyway. They're getting it now. Are you talking about because in this podcast, I think more of the international movie they starred in and they were highlighted. No, I thought that now we anyway. can't remember but it makes even me, it makes me wonder how much stuff women didn't get credit for throughout the years that yep. men just, just took credit for. Yeah. Like, anyway. I'd take credit for some of the stuff you guys did if you did anything that was good, but <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't. But the second you do, I'm stealing it. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Still waiting to do something. Yeah, I've got a few things up my sleeves actually. Do you? I feel like everyone has a good idea up their sleeve that's like, I will never have the time, energy, or money to do this. Okay. But if those things did align for some reason, I'm good to go. Mine is a new category of porn. Okay. Yep. I can't tell it now, but oh, okay. it involves gemstones and the moon. But anyway, okay. I'm sitting on that one, not literally. <laughs> Now I'm revealing a bit too much about the category that I'm going to create. Oh, I just, <laughs> and I, it's going to go nuts with women. They're going to love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. It's a whole different meaning to wow. G-spot. Gem spot. <laughs> Coming soon to the internet <laughs> near you. I think you've just given us your idea. <laughs> and you know what? Mean to. How do I invest? No, nah, to be fair, I stole it from you. Uh, <laughs> Maybe picture to Alison Maiden. Yeah, I stole it from Alison Maiden. <laughs> oh. I will not slander her name. I'm sorry, Alison. <laughs> Please don't put a hex on me. Did she do that? It's a hex. I reckon she'd have the power to, I think for she sure. Probably does. All right. She'd know what you need to mix in a bowl to mess someone up. Withdrawn. <laughs> Your podcast.
I am being personally victimized at the moment by my targeted ads. Jeez, that's a full-on sentence. It's a full-on <laughs> sentence and I stand by it. Okay. So I thought how targeted ads work were based on your search history, right? Sometimes. And I'm most talk- of the time. I'm talking targeted ads in my Facebook feed at the moment. So they know a lot about me from Facebook because they yep. have everything about you. And I think that Facebook is actually quite ageist because <laughs> oh God, here we go. obviously I'm heading into kind of the early mid 30s territory. I would say still ticking the early 30s. Aren't you 30s. like three months away from literally mid 30? Is 35 mid? I think more early side of it. Depends on what side sure. of 35 you're okay, on. Okay, sure. Yeah. You're, and of, you're definitely on the side that's coming up, the, uh, the other side. Anyway. So lately I've noticed a bit of a change in my targeted ads. And I think what they've gone is she's starting to tick a different age bracket here. Yep. We need to kind of cater to that. And yep. I think they've overcompensated here. So here are a few of the targeted ads that I've recently had in my feed. I hope Tasty Biscuits is one of them because <laughs> us old people love Tasty Biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um. Old girls rule shirts. You know how there's the old dudes rule? Oh, I've seen I, these. I, is, I get these. That is too far. Oh, you're getting them too. I get the dad bod ones. I'm, like, I'm not a dad. I'm not ready to wear an old girl. Look, old girls do rule. Yeah. But uh, no, not ruling my world at the moment. Yep. A lot of cruises popping up. And Alan, you know, I'm Hello. not a fan of cruises at all. Well, I every, blame you. Your mic is listening to you right now on your phone and it's hearing you say cruising. From us talking about cruises, yeah. maybe. It's, it's definitely getting that. Um, the other day I had a, it was kind of almost like one of those infomercial things and it uh-huh. was for a pen. And I thought, oh, what does this pen do? You do love stationery. Turns out it's a pen for your hair to cover grace. Well, I, you, no. I, hope, I hope you save that link. <laughs> I didn't need to save it. I kept okay. scrolling on by. Not Sh- for me, not applicable. Thank it you. Sounds like you lingered, but. Life insurance. Now this is, this is too no, I dark. Have li- I have life insurance. But Everyone it, should have life insurance. It, should they? Absolutely. No, no, my not yet. Isn't life insurance when you've like no. had a life and then you need to insure Carl, everything you've done? The way you done? drive, you should have it <laughs> like hundred percent. And the one I got just this morning was uh-huh. from Specsavers, reminding me to book an eye test. Now I'll admit that that one actually I could probably use. I'm telling you, like that was me. I was in denial, and then I had one. I'm like, oh, now I got to wear glasses. I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready. I'm yeah. not ready. I got um, targeted by a listener ad for the Anna Carly podcast. Talk about trash advertising. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, I was feeling like a bit of naughty food. I've been trying to do this healthy kind of rubbish thing. It hasn't been easy since the Christmas holidays, so I'm being honest. Yeah, it's it's always hard, isn't it, coming off the back of holidays? Yeah, and uh, geez, we're coming into March this week. <laughs> Still going. Anyway, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something crazy healthy but crazy delicious. I'm going to make homemade pizzas. But the classic sub out where instead of that yummy carby bready goodness, I'm going to make a cauliflower based pizza. Okay. I've done. Okay. I know where this is going. Well, you're so I've lived it. This yep. is actually triggering me just even hearing this. So I went to the shops and bought all the ingredients for homemade pizza. And we're going to make mm-hmm. kind of like a supreme kind of pizza. So yeah. I spent so much money, like so much it's, money. It, it's expensive to be healthy. Cause you've got to buy like a whole cauliflower. That's not cheap. Mm. Then you got to get cheese for that bad boy, some pepperoni, some salami, some yeah. pineapple because Jewel is a freak. And then you got to add a bunch of stuff on like that. All the other veggies as well, some rocket on there to make it a little bit gourmet at the end, hide the terrible pizza look by putting some rocket on the end. I spent so much money. And then I start making this bad boy. Oh my God. I basically made like 
uh, so I, I start on the base, you yeah. know, you kind of blend all the cauliflower and then you kind of add some almond milk. That cost a ton as well, by the way, the almond milk. Put all that in there, some <sighs> eggs, mix it up. I'm like kneading it kind of thing, trying to make a dough out of this just gluggy kind of mess. It to- looks like that glue you used to lick when you were a kid. Sorry, what? <laughs> no. I mean, not me. The other kids in the class would... And also Was that the first or second time you did year two? Like uh, and so... <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm making this base and I'm just kind of like, you know, trying to make it into something. I turn it into almost like a flat thing. Put it out in a baking tray. We got these cool ones where they've got holes in them for the pizza bases to aerate a little bit because we don't have a homemade pizza oven or anything. It's just an oven. Throw it in there. It ain't working at all. In the end, you know what I made? I made a salad. With a cauliflower, cauliflower bed. But did you bite into the cauliflower? That is the most weirdest texture I've ever. Because mine oh. looked like a like a desert landscape because it was all cracked. Because it's hard to get oh, it, it to stick together. Absolutely, yeah. You know what? Just eat the pizza. Julia goes, oh, you know what you needed is a better binding agent. I went, like, why? <sighs> She's like, you know, like cheese. I'm like, doesn't that undo all the healthiness we're trying to do if I just, like, load the whole base up with cheese? Sounds delicious. But it's not tasting okay. I think at this point in my life and through all the different diets and stuff I've attempted, there's no substitute for certain things. You're just going to have pizza and enjoy it. Like, that's one thing I feel like it can't be substituted. Like, just enjoy the pizza. Yeah, I'm getting Domino's tonight. We're going to make up for that terribleness. (laughs) One extreme to the other. (laughs) I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Cheesy crust. Absolutely. Last night, we went along to the theatre. The theatre. Cultured of us all. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Yumi and producer Shelby, we had, uh, Shelby brought her mum along. Yeah. I brought Russ for our anniversary and you brought Julia. So, it was a little crew of us. It was a good night. Yep. Um, and it was a great performance. So, uh, being opening night, you know, you've got to do the right thing. And that is do the standing ovation at the end. Do you? Well, isn't that what you do? It's yeah. polite, right? And they, they had earned it, credit to the okay. casting crew. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, Shelby had pointed out to me, because we had some wines, may or may not have I been. I did notice you guys smashed <laughs> some wines. <laughs> we yeah. were. We're only human. Um, so, the, like, the theatre seats had this, like, cool little table that popped out. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, so Russell gets straight into that one, <laughs> your husband. <laughs> So I had the wines there. It was a good time. And then when it come time for the standing ovation, you know when everyone kind of jumps up at the same time? It's like yep. a real kind of like rush of adrenaline. Like everyone gets up like, woo! Mm-hmm. And so in the heat of the moment, as I've stood up, that thing's almost become like a slingshot to the wine that was sitting on there, oh, almost God. full, uh, credit to my willpower. And so it's literally slung itself all over Producer Shelby. How did I miss this? Because I know you're like three seats down from me. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And so obviously I'm feeling really bad. Shelby's had to, like, it's all over her back. Like, it is dripping. Wow. And Russell says to me just casually, I'm feeling bad about it. And then I realize I've had this so many times. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not exactly not clumsy. I always spill stuff on people. And (laughs) I always feel terrible about it. I never learn. I just feel bad. So 131060. What what happened when you spilt your drink? Did you was it as dramatic as that? Cuz it literally got flung over her and it was um it was champagne so it was a little bit sticky, a little bit bubbly. Yeah. And um anyway, I did She didn't seem angry her. or anything. No, no, she was I think she's known me long enough to expect it just like Russ. Yeah. Okay. It's hard when it's like strangers. I think also it's like she works like with us so she can't exactly 
like hate on you too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might get pulled aside into a room today and. Already have. <laughs> Already have. Yeah. Get told all about it. it. Now, this is the context that I was missing from that. But 131060, well, you know what always, I don't even do this and I always get secondhand nervousness is when people are carrying a whole bunch of drinks. Of course, like, you to get a nervous table or no someone's like maybe. At sports events when they're... So 131060, make me feel better. No one's calling. Am I the only one that spills drinks? And it's an expensive activity, by the way. Yeah, well, I don't recommend it. I recommend drinking your drink. Surely someone else has had some spills out there. Okay. I'm not the only one. So you want some horror stories? Don't yeah. yourself feel better? Yes, well, pretty we'll much. We'll see. <laughs> 131060 is the number. No, it's not. <laughs> you got a feeling you're on your own. Come on, guys. Usher and Pitbull right now. <laughs> Not the only one slinging liquid. With Alan Carly. You basically just told the story of you spilling drinks all over producer Shelby. Yeah, I felt bad last night. I was trying to do the right thing and give a standing ovation to the cast of Moulin Rouge, who had very well earned it at the end of the show. And as I've kind of stood up, it's I had this like little tray table thing with my wine on it, and it's almost used as, as like a little lever, and it's literally slung it all over producer Shelby, who took it very well, by the way. She has to. She works for us. <laughs> Like we, she doesn't we, work for us. Let's yeah, do it. She works for us. Like she's part but of the show. Like she she's, is part of the show. She's an equal. She does all our work. She's an equal <laughs> employer in no, this no, situation. No. In a respect level, I'd put her higher above us. <laughs> but as far as her job, it's to help us look good, right? Yeah. Well, she was certainly doing that last night because she did not make me feel too bad. But uh, this is the thing: when you spill a drink, especially if you spill it on someone, there's a level of how do I make this right? But you can't do anything. No. You literally, they just literally have to wear it, and you feel bad. Classic phrase of my mum: "What's done is done." What's done is done. No, What's done is done. No use crying over spilt wine. But yeah. thirteen ten sixty. I am trying to feel better about myself. Good this luck. really should be about producer Shelby feeling better. But thirteen ten sixty. Um, when have you spilt something? Surely I'm not the only one. Well, you're not. We've got some calls. Samantha from Bunbury kicking us off. What happened? Hi guys. Hello. Uh, so I've walked over to a table. I, I was a waitress at the time. Walked over to a table with a tray full of drinks <gasps> and it was about 20 people at the table. As I'm handing out the drinks, the trays become unbalanced uh-huh. and one of the Corona beer bottles has fallen on a man's head next oh! to me. The entire table's looked over. I'm oh. not sure they were disappointed at all, but they were... All staring, and I was oh. horrified. I'm, I wasn't even sure what to do at that point. What do you do? I've not only spilt the drink on him, but bottled him, him in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> bottled, you have. You bottled the poor man. Now, how did he take it? Oh, he was a champ. He, he just, oh, don't worry about it. You know, oh, like that's, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, well, you, 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 yeah. you can't you sell it. Yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm oh. starting to feel better about oh, myself. You, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I didn't realise this was a risk. Thank you, Samantha. Let's go to Rachel in Bunbury. Rachel, what happened when you spilled the drink? Oh, okay. Let's start by saying I was an excellent barmaid. Okay. okay good to know. Well, I feel like we're about to hear how you were. Yeah. So, Kabuli. <laughs> Late 80s, early 90s, we had the gold squad up for a union. All the detectives, everything off the gold squad at the country club. It was a big thing. Uh-huh. Doing bar, rates, can you go and serve drinks? Mm. Full tray, probably 12 drinks. Got behind the head honcho, the whole tray down his back. <gasps> oh. So sorry, so sorry. He had his jacket on. I'll dry clean your jacket. No worries, Joe, you're fine. When I've got another tray, walk back past him. The no. second full tray no. drinks. No. Now this is sabotage no. at this point, Rachel. <laughs> And obviously someone in a position of power, you've demasculated him in front of his crew. Do you understand who he is? Wow. And (laughs) he's a very wet man. Is that how you ended up getting arrested that night? (laughs) No, I didn't. Oh, wow. Don't don't worry about one or two. He ended up with probably 16 drinks on him that night. Wow. 
And You're I, fine, Carly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm feeling really good about myself now. <laughs> I wonder if he offered to buy drinks. The drinks were on him. <laughs> the drinks were on him. Always the one. Oh, that's great. Let's go to Brooke at Pebbment Grove. Uh, talk us through it. What happened when you spilled a drink? Oh, well, I was working at a very fancy five-star resort down south, and Carrie ann Kennelly was there. Oh, okay. And, yes, not not the most friendliest person. Oh. And anyway... Oh, you're saying that. It, but, yes, it was a um, bottle of about $300 Moe, and as I pu- popped the cork, it just went absolutely everywhere, all over her, all over the table. She looked at me in absolute disgust. There wasn't much I could do. I just put it down and said, sorry about that, and walked off. And... <laughs> I think I quit my job that day. I was so mortified. I just oh, couldn't show my face no, back in that no. restaurant. Oh, jeez. I thought you were going to say you corked her with the champagne. Yeah. So, no, you know, you no. Get... Just absolutely covered her in about wow. $300 oh. worth of Moe. So... Well, I wonder why she wasn't friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, let's talk about this. I'm not an eye guy, just full disclaimer. I get weirded out at like movies when there's a knife that goes near an eye in an action fight or something, or even someone putting in a contact or something, touching their eye. It actually makes me uncomfortable. Okay. I'm weird about it. I agree. Most people are. That is the only thing I'm not weird about. Like, I could touch your eye right now uh, if you wanted. No. I don't know what it is. I don't get funny about eyes. But for some reason, this does creep me out. Uh, So this photo is currently doing the rounds uh, all over the internet. People are losing their minds after a a man has discovered his girlfriend's daily disgusting habit when he moved the headboard out from the bed. The photo, to describe the photo, you see a bunch of wooden floorboards and then a bunch of kind of blue dots everywhere. It almost looks like some kind of mould or something that's growing until you take a closer look and realise... They are contact lenses. Daily contact lenses were put behind the headboard every day. And it is, like, how many would you say? They're over 100. There's over tons, 100. Tons. It's, it is nasty. It, it, yeah, I don't, I'm gonna, I don't want to look at the picture. Ugh. Have a look at it. Yuck. Do you, do you know what, though? I'm, I'm not going to out this person. You, but, well, no, because no one can. We, the people are trying to track down who it no, is. No, well, the other day, um, Russ was talking to a friend of ours because he has contacts, and Russell tried the contacts thing, but he couldn't quite get his head around it. I, can't, I, I want to because, you know me, yeah. my hatred for these glasses, but the idea of bleh. And um, we were talking about, like, the cost of contacts and things like that. Are they expensive? Um, no, not, he said not really, like, okay. you know, um, but what he was saying is because I've found you can sometimes get a, a couple of days use out of it. Uh, no, no, no. That's how you get like a pink eye and oh, stuff, yeah. right? And he goes, oh, but you have to be careful. Sometimes it can go. And I'm like, what kind of life are you living? That's crazy. My yeah. mom had contacts when I was a kid and I remember like they were like, back then the technology was like, there was basically sheets of glass. It felt oh. like they were so... Like hard and see thick. again. I don't get weirded out by eyes, but contacts. I think it's remember that woman that like kept putting them into her eyelids. She had like they kept rolling uh, up into her. Nah. Uh, Let's finish this chat. It's disgusting. Well, basically, I hope that he can now see a bit clearer I see what you and did leave there. her. Thank you very much. <laughs> I see. Yeah, see that. Perfect. It's gross. Don't um, do. If you're doing this, also surely stop it. he's breaking up with her after that. Well, we don't know, but surely, mm. surely. It's a shame she couldn't see it coming. <laughs> Well, no, because all the contacts are behind the bed. Absolutely. <laughs> there is a Reddit thread that's kind of doing the rounds at the moment, and it's asking millennials that are nearing 40, which is not me, um, what were your biggest mistakes? <laughs> it's very defensive there before in you. In life. Well, I'm, I, I would say I'm not quite ticking that bracket yet. Yeah, sure. 
still under 35, so still in my early 30s. Um, um, that's one way to word it. In like a couple months. Anyway, whatever. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I, um, I feel like I am 40. I feel like I'm 50, actually. People flooded to the responses. Now, I think this is the age-old thing of what would you tell your younger self? And I, oh, I yeah, actually yeah, yeah. think that's a great question to ask people. But it's also a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you're like... Crap for the person that answers it going, oh, I wish I knew X, Y, Z, because that yep. would have saved me a lot of time, money, and sadness. But I guess great for the younger generation, right? Yeah. I mean, I would have told my younger self to invest in Bitcoin, but then sell it last year before it all went right. to Right. That's crap. very specific yeah. advice. That Microsoft. Invest in Microsoft. Yeah. Computers are the way of the future, Alan. <laughs> Get around it. Um, but some of these are interesting. So there's you kind of got your typical things like not getting uh, healthier earlier. That oh. was just was not an option for me in my 20s. I was broke. I was carrying on. Health was not at the front of my mind. Yep. Um, pining after the wrong person. I actually think that's a rite of passage to go. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get it right straight out of the gate. Unless you're me. Unless you're you. Yeah. You got beginner's luck with love. Yeah. Trust me. We had to kiss Dating some, at 16 and then, yes, yeah, still married today. Toads. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that one person said, I'm 37. I absolutely could have taken better care of my body, but I'm in relatively good health. This just seems like it's turning into a humble brag. I'm starting to realize how important it is to maintain my health. Now, this is said like a true 37-year-old person because, first of all, the 20-year-olds are not going to listen to this. No, they don't care. But health really is wealth when it's a necessity. Yeah. Whereas in your 20s, you can't, the stuff you can get away with. You can just your, get up without making a noise, unlike now. Your body is so forgiving in your 20s. So I reckon take advantage of it, honestly. Yep. Yep. Don't worry about it. Deal with it later. Put that on the shelf for later. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, someone had good advice, similar to yours, Alan. I would, uh, my advice would be to save 10% of every paycheck I ever got. As if like, you spend it all. What do you mean? People, Wait, this is the thing about this. Advice this. Is like, dumb. That's dumb advice. My my advice would probably be don't follow an eyebrow trend. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, even with the laminated bushy brows, yep. I did that the day before my wedding. I look at them now and I'm all brows in those photos. Yep. And it was very trendy at the time. Yep. But you know what I mean? But then I've also looked back on the thin plucked ones and yep. I've heard that the thin ones are coming back. They are so coming just back, yeah. Find an eyebrow shape that fits your face and don't listen to the internet. Don't go on the, if you're booking an eyebrow appointment, don't look at what celebrities are doing with their brows. Go to a proper brow person, get them to look at your face and say, what would suit my face? And if they bring out the tweezers back off. That's your advice? That's my only takeaway. Your only The rest of it, live and learn. You yep. make mistakes, figure it out along the way and just pay it off later. You've never sounded more 40 in your life, just so you know <laughs> I'm that. I'm not 40. I'm not there. <laughs> that was the Alan and Carly podcast. 